Um, I don't know what this podcast is anymore. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us today, everybody. Uh, my name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Maybe we should bleep our names. I don't know if we want them attached to this. But uh, yeah. these are some of our favorite episodes <laughs> to do. It's another installment of what we call Bad Music. Um, these <laughs> are some of our most requested episodes. We love doing these. It's, I don't know it's what that says nice... about our podcast. <laughs> Well, I think it's a nice change of pace because I think often on this show, you know, we like to celebrate music that we enjoy and kind of break it down and analyze it. But I think what's fun about these kinds of episodes is uh, we tend to be a little bit less analytical in like an intellectual way about a lot of the music that we play on these episodes. And so I think it's just it's a lot more fun. And some of this stuff is just... I'm in it's disbelief hilarious. of that it exists. Yeah. So, again, this is... I just want to give the slight disclaimer that th- this obviously is subjective, and usually what we're going for on these episodes is music that would make someone laugh. It isn't just yeah. bad in that it's boring. So some There's of There's an stuff, entertainment value. Yeah, there might... Like, we've played stuff before that clearly was intentionally weird or stylistically in Or silly. There's direction. a lot of music today that I think yeah. was intentionally so, silly. It's it's fine if there's something on here that you like or that is like part we're not trying to pass that kind of judgment. I think we try to choose stuff though that isn't subtle. This is pretty all, egregious. <laughs> this is pretty <laughs> uh I I'd like to say it's safe to say it's bad, but yeah, yeah, I mean I'm just gonna say right now, if there's something on today's episode that you disagree with that it's bad, just take a second and think what you think, feel what you feel, and just let it pass. No need to send us an email or a comment about it. Um, <laughs> so what you guys are hearing... That really... I don't oh think you God. really got into the mind of internet commenters. I don't think they breathe and feel what they feel. And let oh, it pass, my gosh. So so, we'll so this was composed by Dezo Molnar, and it's from Zero Tolerance. Now, that's a title that I remember from an earlier Bad Music episode. Uh, it's a perfect title, <laughs> Zero Tolerance. <laughs> that is sub-basement, of course, for the Genesis, showing off the grossest, most piercing tones that the Genesis definitely has. I mean, when the Genesis is is not used in the right way, I mean, it can be some of the most hideous-sounding VGM ever composed. Yeah, it's interesting that it like it seems like you'd have to go out of your way to make something so atrocious. Like it's like you have to choose what are the most gnarly, disgusting sounding timbres and then what kind yeah. of filth can I program <laughs> note-wise into this because it's just like it borderline it, impressive. Some of that some of the music we play, it's like it feels like you can't make something this bad by accident because it's like, how is it out of sync? How is it not like at the very it's least amazing, it should be yeah. to a groove? Like, how is this note <laughs> early? How does this come <laughs> in? Like, <laughs> like there's <laughs> things where it's like, you'd have to go out of your way to make it this dysfunctional. So that's what's always, I don't know. I, I love that about these episodes. Well, let's but keep I'm looking going. forward to some. I'm looking some forward to it as well. Today. A lot of laughs today. Okay. The next title we're going to play. 
is called Isle of the Dead, and it was originally released for DOS PC. Uh, this is composed by Scott Lair, and it's BGM1. Here we go. rough you guys are listening to bgm1 from isle of the dead for the dos system uh this is composed by scott lair and this literally sounds almost exactly like the early cakewalk music i made when i was 12 years old very reminiscent to, to that completely chaotic um no real rhyme or reason to w- what's going on there's a riff that is incredibly simple that's repeated uh a lot of weird um, <laughs> just interaction going on that kind of makes you scratch your head. Uh, the rhythms are really off. The sounds are really bad. Yeah, it's it's a bad bad music track for sure. It's interesting. Uh, this isn't the worst thing we've ever played. Like I feel like it has melodic coherence. This is an idea that I think like <laughs> you could take yum bum bum. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. And mm-hmm. you can take that motif and turn it into something solid. I think part yeah. of the problem here is the sounds are atrocious. The arrangement <laughs> is really awkward. Like the worst thing about this track to me is particularly the first don't. half. <laughs> yeah, whenever it keeps going to the same exact note. And what's interesting is like the second half through it's faster and with different yeah. instruments, but it still has that stupid one note. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about it, I think. That's what I, yeah, I was going to say that. It's like whether or not this is like the most, yeah, there's nothing like objectively awful about the notes themselves, but like that right. particular thing sticking out is just so funny to me. Like yeah, it, it just, it, it's so comic and odd that you'd keep jumping doesn't this remind you note. of my early cakewalk music though there's something about this that reminds I me i haven't of that. uh familiarized myself with your <laughs> early cakewalk catalog i've shown you a, a couple things here and there. i mean i remember when you used to make stuff but i yeah. think i thought it was cool back then oh my gosh all right let's keep going here this one's a lot of fun <laughs> this is a game called the chess master for the Super Nintendo. This is composed by Peter Stone. I always feel bad when I when I do find the composer names cuz Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, this is the title theme. Um all right, let's let's take a listen. Oh god. Oh my god! 
<laughs> this is adorable. This is the title theme from The Chess Master uh, by Peter Stone. It feels like someone who's just discovering, like, how to compose music, and they're like, oh, I want to try to make a funk track, and it's like... Okay, yeah, I, I see what you're trying to do. It's there's something really charming about this. Um, it's it's really bad. When when this started, Will Will was like, say what you will about bad Genesis music, but bad Super Nintendo music kind of takes the cake. Um, yeah. Oh, oh man, God. it's it's it just, bad. It's it's palpable. This is <laughs> this is a train wreck. I mean, part of the problem with bad SNES music is you get some of that tuning stuff of like oh it's not quite in tune with the sample makes it especially and then when bad. the composition is just so random and you have that slap bass instrument that's a sounds terrible so goofy, sample and the, the, it's just incoherent it's just playing like well there's a lot of um, western um super nintendo scores where the samples have this weird quality where the attack is a certain pitch and then the sustain it actually goes flat bear 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 so every slap bass note has that quality so it's impossible for the piece to be in tune even if all the other samples are perfectly in tune that sample itself has this pitch issue because it always dies down um and yeah i mean <laughs> there's just so many games on the SNES that like go for this kind of Seinfeld slap bass Ugh. funk sound but it's rare that they actually have a piece of music that warrants that yeah I mean this is an example of something where you'd be better off having no music than this because it's annoying yeah. and not annoying because it's like repetitive and in look like oh it has this melodic thing that you recognize and it gets stuck in your head it's annoying just because it's it's just gargle it's like there's nothing to track it, it's like all the instruments are just kind of goofing around now i don't know it, it's it, <laughs> this is it's a unique kind of bad because it's not like yeah. free jazz it doesn't just sound like a wash of atonal nothingness there's like there are chords there's a it's in a key like you can kind of hear what they're going for, but well, again, that's what it makes reminds it so me of terrible. Music composed by a twelve-year-old who's just learning yeah. about music. That's kind yeah, of what again, it sounds yeah. Like. If your eight-year-old made something like this, you'd be like, "Good job, buddy!" Like, yeah. "Oh, nice!" Mm -hmm. Like, let's yeah, <laughs> good gold star for you, but <laughs> gold star for you, Peter Stone. Oh man, yeah. And, and like I like we've done before, I tried to make a, a diversity in in bad like there's a lot of different types of bad today uh so hopefully y'all will the, the enjoy whole that spectrum yes <laughs> absolutely all right the next title we're gonna play is a ps1 game it's called bust a groove and this tune is called too bad and i don't know exactly who's responsible for this um it could be hiroshi <laughs> who's responsible Hiroshi Kobayashi, the, uh, he was involved in the game. He was like a sound director or something. So I don't know if he had anything to do with this. In any case, it's a really, really annoying song. Let's well, take I a like listen. The, it's called Too Bad. So, I mean, they're, yeah. they're being upfront about it. Had to include this. This is Too Bad from Bust a Groove. <laughs> I 
you better not pout and you better not cry because this song is too bad to handle. Um, this is too bad from Busta Groove. Um, what happened with this? I I don't know what happened. This is ear torture to me. Like it there's is. so much that's bad about this. It's like the sounds are terrible. It has this like buzzy white noise quality and the form is totally unfollowable. It's like this yeah. little three note bah, 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 but it doesn't follow like it's not a four bar structure. It's like it's like well, three and then measures the, the and then it goes samples, back but then it repeats the first note again. There's it's just this so polytonal thing that happens from all the different random samples that are being played at the same time and it's not a groove that you want to repeat you know, a million times. Ugh, uh, and no. then when the rap comes in yeah, I don't know what's going on with that rap. Yeah, I That's mean, I was so ready to be done with this heard. before the rap even comes in. And yeah, it, it's a great kind of classic cheesy video game rap of just doesn't belong. Quoting uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, maybe subconsciously. <laughs> All, <the classics. laughs> All right, let's go yeah, back that, in that time was, now. That was, that was ear torture. Really bad. <laughs> All right, let's go back in time to the NES. I love bad NES music. Uh, this is from a game called The Great Waldo Search, which that just sounds like the most boring video game ever. I mean, if I want to find Waldo, I'll get a book. I don't need to get a Waldo video game. I don't want to play my NES because it's like, how are you even going to identify Waldo when there's like six simultaneous colors on the exactly. screen? Exactly. All right, so this is Stage 2 Dungeons, and it's just head-scratching. This is composed by Doug Brandon. Here we go. What did you do? Um, this is Stage 2 Dungeons. It sounds like he mashed two different tracks together. There's like this melody that's kind of nice and kind of filmic, um, but it's being ruined by like the other the other material that's like in a different key, and it's just so dissonant and yeah, it's strange. Like he, <laughs> you know what I think of is, you know, there are a lot of composers that will like write a melody and have assistants or orchestrators that like fill out the rest of the arrangement <laughs> so i kind of imagine doug kind of like wrote this melody this kind of like wistful sorrowful thing and then yeah. somehow rather than getting it sent to his you know arranger his five-year-old got a hold of the computer <laughs> and started just pressing random notes for that's the other it sounds like truly that truly is what it sounds like if if it i heard really that that's terrible. what happened i would not be surprised um, that's the fascinating wow. thing about this bad music is it's like Sometimes just a single element can make something go bad. You could oh, actually yeah. have a great melody, but yet mm-hmm. if you just add some totally... The thing that I think is actually useful about this, to any of you who are composers... Anybody can be bad. <laughs> but No, but there may come a time when you actually might want to use one of these techniques for mm-hmm. effectiveness. Like Comedy. In the movie, in the musical Sweeney Todd, there's this great song called No One's Gonna Harm You that uh, the, this little boy sings... 
Uh, and the character of Mrs. Lovett, who's kind of like evil and twisted, she sings the refrain back to him, and there's this really creepy violin line that's in a different mm. key that recontextualizes it. And out of context, yeah. you know, it might sound, it's not as discordant as this, but like it, it has an unpleasing sound, but it's used for great effect. I think yeah. like what's cool about that is sometimes something's more upsetting if it actually if you take a, a clear element, I mean, it's why it's used in horror movies all the time. You know, they'll take yeah, the like the itsy bitsy be spider so or whatever, and then make it into this like atonal soup. Because I think it's like when you can identify for a some melody, reason. I don't think that was intentional for the stage two track of the Great Waldo Search. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right, let's move on. This next one is kind of a slow burn. It takes a while oh. to really. To yeah, really this kind is of a notoriously bad appreciate the badness. Um, this is a soundtrack. It's a port of the original Doom, and whoever was responsible for this port, it's Doom Thirty Two X. It's unknown. I don't know who actually arranged this for the Thirty Two X, but it's one of the worst ports musically yeah, ever it, released. They, it's not new music it's the it's mm-hmm. the music of doom that everyone knows but what it, is it bobby yeah, bobby prince or something implemented robert horribly, prince which, or something you know the doom music is it is what it is. it's not like the most incredible it's cool music, game music I mean, it's of all rocking, time but yeah, it's very functional it rocks it works but and like, this, this one there's no drums garbage. uh there's not anything that even reminds you of the sound of distorted guitars at all it's just so far away from the original this track i think in the original is more about this like electric bass groove and then you know right. a drum kit behind it it's a very simple track um even that they're they're it's amazing how yeah, they were it, able it to completely screw this up it's kind of like if somehow like midi data or the, like the binary code of the pitches of that song were interpreted by a computer that knows nothing about yeah the so this music one in the genre we're gonna give this a little bit longer to play but let's take a listen to the imps song from doom 32x What is happening? Oh, when that lower octave, like drill bass instrument comes in, what, what is happening? This is unacceptable. The fact that this was for a released video game that people had to pay 
more than two cents for to buy. This is absolutely unacceptable. This is the Imps song from Doom 32X. So imagine the original track is just just basically it's, you know, it's a bass line and a drum beat. It's very simple. Hard to mess up, right? Uh, one of the worst decisions is no drums. I mean, why? Why are there no drums here? Why did they pick such a terrible bass patch with weird overtones? And then why would you double it with like a drill sound? Oh, and then the harmony is on the bass. Yeah, it's it's uniquely bad. <laughs> that high note that that kicks everything <laughs> off is so, so it has nothing to do with the track. Unrelated to what the bass is doing, it's like it's it's amazing too because of how displaced it is. It's like two octaves <laughs> yeah. separated. So it's and even the it's rhythms not even that distant. Like if you spelled out the full harmonies, I think it's like the flat six or something. It's not yeah. the craziest note but because it's separated by so many octaves and timbres it just has nothing to do and like yeah. that other track it never changes it doesn't change as the you know the baseline's doing this kind of bluesy yeah it's going to the riff, 1 to the 4 to the 5 it makes yeah. this song sound like modern you know post kind of postmodern classical music that's just like more about sound and noise trying to subvert your expectations or something yeah it's ridiculous to as an arrangement of a pretty straightforward rock score like what it's hilarious um so i i've definitely heard all of the doom score before but i don't listen to it a lot so i i couldn't remember this tune so i heard this first i was like oh my god i went back and listened to the original and and it made me laugh so much because the original is like fine it's yeah it's it's an actual just a simple groove yeah oh man wow they botched that yeah i'm glad it's unknown (laughs) (laughs) it's like is this doom i don't remember this Well, there you go. Unknown right there. Um, You know, one thing that happens on these bad episodes is there's an overabundance of, I guess I'll say non-Japanese composers. I think there's 11 out of the 19 tracks today are from, we can just say, Western composers. Um, It's unfortunate that, you know, in order to have that kind of a Western spotlight, it needs to be on an episode like this. But in any case, that's how it shakes down. Um, Okay, this is interesting. This is from a game for the Apple II which I don't think we've shared a game for that system on the podcast before. I wonder why. Um, It's really, really bad. This is one of the worst things I think of the day. It's from a game called Third Courier. This is the intro composed by Chris Barker. Here we go. I just, I imagine that Chris comes in with like, you know, a really impressive 
uh, resume and he's like, yeah, I'm a really big fan of Danny Elfman. And uh, yeah, I think I can just do a really good, exciting intro theme for you guys. And then they get this and they're like, oh no, what this happened? just delightful. This is perfect. Track of the it's year. so ambitious oh, I, and I, bad. What, there's so much that I love about it. It's just, it's, it's a perfect train wreck that is summarized by the very final note. It all resolves <laughs> to this tonic, this tonic octave unison that is completely mm-hmm. out of tune yeah <laughs> you can and then that, that uh, tempo slowdown it could have been intentional but it sounded like the apple II is like breaking right like, it didn't it, like sound... couldn't commit to a new tempo oh this is what we love about bad music oh that's everything like it's just again this incoherent quality to some of this stuff where it's just like do you not hear some of these dissonances they do not sound intentional because the song is clearly going for a kind of style yeah so it's just baffling to me it is truly baffling um sad that that was the first apple two track if you weren't a real composer like maybe that's just the person who designed the game you could make something simple like literally just do monophonic like atari just have something that goes ba 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 yeah. Or just learn learn an A minor scale and just right. play random notes. Dun 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 dun. Like something super super simple would be yeah. at least not as offensive it's as this. It's interesting how ambitious it is in how terrible. Well, th- like- that that's a common theme for a lot of these composers that really don't know what they're doing. There's too much ambition. They're trying to do too much. You know, it's it's not easy to make a really successful Danny Elfman-esque film theme like this, like he's going for. I mean, you really have to, to have a, a gift for melody and, you know, and a knowledge of a lot of different elements in music in order to do that. And so there's a lot of uh, composers like Chris Barker who have this excitement, have this ambition, but... Uh, they're just biting off, to, you know, more than they can chew. Yeah, that was that was delightful. Like honestly, it really was. I, I would listen to that again. Like, I it's so charming, and it's like it's perfectly yeah. bad. Like comedy was just it's classic that resolution. I mean, like when it gets I to knew the I end, I'm like, oh, that. here it's it's approaching the end. It's like, of <laughs> course, it ends with this out of tune. No, it's like, yeah, it, it's so fitting somehow. You couldn't craft a worse piece if you tried. Um, okay, so I don't know what we're going to do for track of the week, but let's consider that as an option, and then we'll decide at the end. Okay, uh, this is a really funny, interesting one. This is from a game called Enchanted Arms for the Xbox 360, and this was composed by Yuki Ichiki, uh, one of the few Japanese tracks on the podcast today. And this is Resistance Hideout. And it's really interesting because it starts out and you really don't think it's going to be bad. It, do- it doesn't feel like it's going to be a bad track. And then you you kind of get it. You kind of see what's going on. And <laughs> oh, man, it's great. Okay, this is Resistance Hideout.
This is Resistance Hideout. This is a masterclass in funny, bad music because it's subtle and you don't, you really don't see it coming. You don't think it's going to be bad and you don't know what's going to make it bad because the first time you hear that ambient, muted, metallic instrument that is really common. We hear that instrument a lot for this kind of music. Um, it, I think it's supposed to be a harmonica. Yeah, yeah. Like you hear that and you're like, yeah, that's very par for the course. But then you realize that there's nothing else to the song. It's just going to repeat the same guitar arpeggios. And they're just doing this like weird solo on that terrible <laughs> instrument. This long and... one note solo that keeps going to oh, the most shrill man. P- possible it's tones. so good. And every time By you that think I mean it's that. as piercing as it can get, it jumps <laughs> up a minor third higher. <laughs> 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 I mean, this has got to be intentional. It's amazing comedic, too. Yeah, right? this one is even more funny again because it's grounded in some sense of reality. Like this is clearly this isn't atonal. It's not like mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like someone was random, like randomly <laughs> mashing buttons on a keyboard. Is And the arpeggio is kind of serious, kind of sad. It's like yeah, it 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 works. It sets up a style. It feels like a western. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it it you totally understand the musical grammar. The humor comes from that it just never changes. It, it would be like it, it feels like almost intentional comedy. It's like a scene in a movie where you set up a training montage, but like the person never leaves their house. You know, and it's like all about them. They put their right. shoes on and they brush their teeth, and it's <laughs> yeah, like you that's keep the whole waiting movie. for them. The music is like, okay, now when are they going to start well, pumping? And iron also, or what's training, so funny is never that do. you would think that this whatever this weird metallic harmonica sound is, you would think it would do maybe two or three different bends and then kind of repeat. But no, it's it it's never repeating. I mean, it's this person is like performing it, and the choices. <laughs> I just imagine them being like, oh yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it, it's kind oh, of my like. God. I don't know. I, I had the experience like in college when you'd go to see uh, the like one of the jazz ensembles perform and especially like the freshman ensemble or whatever, like the lowest tier one is, mm-hmm. you know, they sort of they get their way through a tune. But then it comes to everybody solos, taking a yeah. solo and most of them Just are like painful playing like a minor scale up and down but then you get to some of them and it's like someone on the clarinet just going they don't know what they're doing and that's what this sounds like it's like yeah, you had absolutely. a vamp and you hired a harmonica player and yeah there's only just something so great about the expectation of like how this starts and then what happens to it is just hilarious okay uh, this next one <laughs> might be my personal choice for track of the week. Um, it just immediately, as I'm soon as this so starts, much fun. good, good. As soon as this starts, it just I was just dying. Um, this is from an arcade game called Sky Target, and this is a, apparently the boss theme. And this was composed by Kazuhiko Nagai and David Lecce. Interesting <laughs> collaboration. Here we go. <laughs>
Was listening to Boss from Sky Target for the Arcade um, by Kazuhiko Nagai and David Lecce. Oh my god, that vocal. It kind of reminds me of that uh, Focus song, Hocus Pocus from Baby Driver. You know, the one with, uh, it's like this really cool hard rock groove. And then the doi of a doi, kind of like the yodeling. And then at oh, one yeah, point he goes really high in the falsetto. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like that, but the worst possible version you could ever imagine what's going on with this tune like other than that silly vocal like it's just like weird chords that it's almost like you have a patch on your keyboard that's like playing uh like a a a minor triad and you're just kind of moving it around the keyboard and then there's other notes that are sustaining over that it's just completely chaotic this is so obnoxious this is the arcade cabinet in the arcade that all the other cabinets hate because it's like they have real music i mean this track simulates what it sounds like to be in an arcade when all the games are playing yeah randomly but it's like it's so annoying that this is gonna this high-pitched squeal it's unacceptable shriek over everything like street fighter 2 is being muted yeah (laughs) drowned out by (laughs) this sky target it's it's just amazing, oh, God. but so yeah, it's so obnoxious. Tasteless. And the chords feel like they were chosen at random. On like mm-hmm. you know, GarageBand or there's different programs now that let you just like ooh, click a button and then okay, just pick a random chord, C sharp minor, and then yeah. A flat, and then you know, just yeah, like it's just random around chords. It has that just completely. It, uh, one moment where it's like, oh, that's an interesting shift, and then where it goes, well, it's also just like, like, oh, you can tell they just don't know. There's what they're doing. like a sample that they recorded of like a distorted sliding guitar, which they use that same sample like ten different times to like make it badass, I guess. But it also, the, one work. of the most uniquely bad things about this track is the drum part. Oh my god, they, they it, hilarious. One single snare sample that doesn't. <laughs> Like the 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 samples actually overlap, so it sounds like there's multiple people playing at the same time. I get what they're going for; they're it's trying to make it sound snares. like a roll or to make it sound kind of like, but they don't change the velocity. It's like one volume, so it just sounds totally messy and yeah, so messy. Yeah, that is an absolute mess. All right, let's move forward now to the SNES, and this one is a lot of fun. There's a couple of examples like this today where. I enjoy this track. I think it's hilarious and incredibly 90s and very silly. Um, It's impossible to take this seriously at all, and I don't think the composer did. This is from Wolverine Adamantium Rage for the Super Nintendo, and this is the title theme. Uh, Just take a... Just close your eyes and just think. Starting off on a strong foot. (laughs) Just try to predict what this will sound like. The lesson here, always make a good first impression. (laughs) Yeah, try to predict what you think this would sound like. This is composed by Dylan Beal. Let's take a listen. Wolverine. Wolverine. 
Wolverine. Oh, it's so good, right? I mean, the W sound of that Wolverine is just so funny. The first time, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what that was. Like, oh, what is this? And then I'll, when you hear that it's Wolverine and that's the tune, um, it's really funny. This sounds like something that an executive, like the person who owns the video game company that's like, oh, what what are these, like, child video games? Oh, we're making X-Men? Oh, who, whoa, you need a music composer for that? I'll write your theme. Here's how it goes. Wolverine. Wolverine. That's what the kids like these days. Well, you know what's oh my so God, this hilarious? Is how many title screen themes in the 16-bit era, you're talking early 90s, mid-90s, do this gimmicky cliche hip hop kind of thing where they have the scratchy turntable <laughs> sound, like a really simple beat, and then just the name of the game <laughs> just spoken to you Wolverine. What, 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 Wolverine. Well, also, it was really nice that Nicolas Cage had room in his schedule to record the voice. He doesn't uh, say no to anything. <laughs> we know this. Apparently, he oh has. Oh my God, this uh, is so hilarious. Gambling debts or something. Oh man. Unbelievable! Uh, it Just—it's—it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Just though. masterful. Like, and the thing is, it gets me every time. Every time yeah. he says Wolverine, it's this is like that song Savage. Oh, yep. Savage. Savage. You know, it's like <laughs> it, when it's, in doubt, oh, just say so the name delightful. of the game, and you know it's gonna work. I also love. I mean, that baseline—it couldn't be more simple, and like it really does feel like you said, like some sort of non-composer non-musician just you know boom 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 oh that's cool let me just repeat that boom 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 just re- playing three notes over and over again saying wolverine there's there's not much to this uh but it it kind of works in a really really silly way i don't yeah, know if this sounds game's like someone's first attempt at making music like in <laughs> in sixth grade that someone making this on their iphone in garage but it's like that kind of yeah. quality as a and joke. we love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Amazing. This one's head scratching. Uh, this is from a game called Rastan Saga 2 for the TurboGrafx 16. And I don't know what happened with this one exactly. It's called The Story. And it's not a bad piece of music. There's a lot of promise here. There's there's a lot of solid ideas. And you can kind of tell it's like, oh, this, this shouldn't be bad, but it still is somehow. Um, this is composed by Hisayoshi Ogura. Let's take a listen to the story. Okay, so what happened with this one? I'm really curious to know what went wrong here. This is the story 
from Rustan Saga 2 by Hisayoshi Ogura. You know what I mean, right? Like, there's something about this feels like a functional... It could work as a piece yeah, of video game music. It's close. But there's so much going wrong here. Part of it is the octave uh, of those sustaining pitches. They're so high. They're so piercing. There are some weird choices for notes that create yeah, a lot of dissonance. It's, it's just so... Well, I've been scolded into you know, uh, not criticizing Turbo Graphics. So I think this is a great piece of music. It works great. <laughs> I love it. I love the Turbo Graphics. It's my favorite sound set. Uh, my lawyers <laughs> have instructed me to make no yeah. further comments. I can neither confirm nor deny how no, I feel at this, this is, time. Yeah, it's just unpleasant. And it's interesting. It's very different than the other ones. To me, this one's... It's more interesting to analyze, but it's much less funny. This yeah. is the kind of... Yeah, it's not funny. Because this doesn't sound like an amateur person's first attempt at something. This sounds like someone that actually understands music. Oh, clearly. But just really... Maybe they were Dropping rushed. the ball. Make, like, doing a lot of things without a lot of taste. Or maybe not with the final sounds in mind. Maybe it was something yeah. that worked out at the keyboard or something and someone else Like, for example... It. If that one line, where it like lands on the tritone, if that was like a, a kind of like this really quiet, distant woodwind sound that pitched down and had this ambience to it that was like supposed to be kind of you know ethereal, that could work. You know, but it, just to it, have a straight like of me sawtooth like, sound that with no vibrato. Well, I feel like they're trying to evoke like. Polynesian music or, or, or some yeah. kind of like gamelan or, or some other more ethnic scale, which I, I get the sense that that's what it's going for. But again, there's like the lack of taste with what's the end result going to communicate that. It, I think if you did this for like a percussion ensemble where the pitches are all a little more vague, maybe this was done on like tuned drums or something. Right. Having some of these intervals, it, there'd be more of an interesting you know, timbres to listen to, but yeah. just when it's all these really buzzy, horrendous <laughs> sounding synths, yeah, that was rough. Playing this such, you know, random sounding music, it yeah, it's really painful. Luckily, but we not have a lot laughable. of we have a lot of tracks that uh, have you know good entertainment value today. I will agree with you. That was not one of them. That one was was not very entertaining. This one is is just classic. We're going back to Stephen Sim. And I am so curious about the story of this person in this game. How did they get this job? And just what happened? This is Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood, a gift that keeps on giving for these installments. Now, so far, the the tracks we've played have all been horrendous remixes of previous Sonic themes, whether it's from 3D Blast or Sonic 3, what have you. Absolutely hilarious. I thought it was time to play a Steven Sim original from this game. It's just mind-bogglingly bad. I don't know what happened. I would love to watch a documentary on this. Um, anyway, it's Angel Island. So we all know Angel Island. We're picturing it. We're picturing the sound that we might expect. Uh, keep that in mind as we listen to this Angel Island from Sonic Chronicles.
the catchiest part. You gotta Let's repeat it. Let's just repeat it. it. Oh. <laughs> Man, there's there's really no one else like Steven Sim. I mean, the way that he makes music bad is so unique and head scratching. This is Angel Island. What yeah. does this have to well, do it's with all the Sonic more or head scratching? Because he has a composition degree from Berkeley. Uh, I mean, is that he's true? A, he's a renowned musician. No, no. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know how this person got the job. It does make me kind of mad as a person who would love to work on a Sonic game, who really uh, kind of honors and and has a reverence for the wonderful composers in the series. Uh, the fact that this is in an official release Sonic game does yeah. make me very very upset. Um, but it, it is so hilarious. Funny. It's it, it's it's delightful. It's it's oh, so bad. It's like everything's every so choice, plucky. Those pitches on that yeah, da, 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 were were so unpleasant to listen to. I I shivered when it happened. It was just like <laughs> well, the entire oh, soundtrack of Sonic Chronicles is nothing but plucky. Like everything is pizzicato. Everything is staccato. There's like there's no sustain in the whole score. In the whole it's melody amazing. sounds like random noodling on a keyboard. You know, yeah. it's just like there's a certain point where it hits you like, oh, this is all there is. This is what yeah. the track is. Like you feel like, oh, is this the vamp for something coming in? Well, and then what you does know this have to do with Angel Island or Sonic or just anything that has come before? I get this I mean, is I a think, very different game. I think game, the worst but... part is the and where it just comes in a random part in the phrase. Like again, a bad solo. It's like amateur yeah. person that learned some scales that is just like trilling on their clarinet i'm speaking oh. from personal experience <laughs> yeah there's so many things bad about it i mean all of those things are really bad but the idea in the direction that steven went with on this track is terrible it's a terrible choice i mean this well, doesn't I think sound like angel steven island at Sim all is actually the, this was the first video game soundtrack done by an artificial intelligence robot, and they honestly, named him I would Steven love if the that Sim. was the case. That would make me feel better about humanity. Yeah, um, but he's yeah, a machine just, learning robot. He's he's since evolved. Uh, I think he works for Google now. I mean, this is this is dark, boring, sad. There's just nothing appealing about this. This is Sonic music. It should be fun and colorful, right? I mean, am yeah. I am I going crazy? It's just I don't understand it. But there you go, Sonic Chronicles again. Um, okay, this one is probably the worst sounding track on the episode. Uh, there's a couple of these where I do want to make this disclaimer. I suggest that you don't listen to this everybody who's listening to this just just maybe take your earbuds out it's painful so if you're going to proceed just know that oh no you can't sue us um okay so beverly hills cop one of the most iconic theme songs of the 80s everybody knows it it's the first thing a lot of us think of when you think of the sound of the 80s just really cheesy synthy really fun right Okay, um, this is the main theme on an early PC system. It might be PC speaker. I don't know what it is. So it is Unknown actually the main here. theme from the movie. It's that theme, and it's basically performed on a dial-up internet <laughs> connection. Um, oh, great. Let's check it out. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Oh, 
I don't understand. I wish you could all see the look on Will's face. He's so perplexed by this. What is happening? Was this intentional? This was before the internet. This is before dial-up. So this wasn't someone, like, making a joke. Or was it? Is this... Is this where the internet came from? You know from? what it sounds like is there, there's that technology where they can kind of translate... Uh, the They can translate frequencies into... Other frequencies into sound. Yeah. So, like, they'll do that thing where, like, when some uh, probe out in space passes by Saturn's rings and it picks up some electromagnetic frequency. Yeah. They like translate that into sound and make some weird noise music. That's what this sounds like. But it's the true. thing that's so amazing is the Beverly Hills Cop theme is so freaking good yeah. that even as awful as this is, <laughs> it's like it, there's still something about it. It's like it still has that great theme in there. That's the quality of that <laughs> you theme know what for I'm you. Saying? Yeah, I it's totally like the, agree. It, it's fascinating to me. I don't know it, what it's happened. It's so with painful, this. but it's like it's a different kind of bad because the musical material is strong, and even the harmonies that are implied from yeah, it sounds like someone tried to see if they could recreate it with the dial tone buttons on a telephone. Right. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling. I don't know if this is PC speaker. There's another track later on our episode that is um, a kind of a similar sound, and so it might be very, very early beeper music or, or something, but, oh my god, file this one under things that don't age well. Uh, okay, uh, this is uh, a composer that keeps coming back, unfortunately, on our bad music episodes, and I'm kind of worried about this composer. This is Koda Hoshino. I have said it before, but I'm worried about <laughs> Hoshino's psyche and state of mind. I, I hope that... Kota Hoshino is is doing okay because this music is kind of messed up. Um, this is Forever Kingdom, and I want to say it's like the follow-up to Evergrace, or it's something to do with Evergrace, which is a classic entry for, for, this, for these series of episodes. This is for the PS2. This is Doll Graveyard. Here we go. gentlemen Kota Hoshino <laughs> this is classic Hoshino it reminds me a lot of the Evergrace music that buying goods at Palmera or that howl that we played uh, in a previous installment it's I do think that this is intentionally weird uh, yeah. it's a graveyard a doll graveyard so it's intentionally creepy and weird I get that <laughs> but there's a lot I don't get still about this track um, I'm very confused yeah, I'm I'm like speechless. This stuff is so horrifying. But like I always get the feeling with this that it's like 
I, there's something my brain can't quite comprehend. Like I, yeah. I like this was made on some sort of crazy hallucinogenic drug trip or something. Yeah, just, you're not able to understand it. It doesn't yeah, it's not that kind of amateur painful, you know, first composition input the awful MIDI data. This is like intentionally this creepy sound-based tone poem. Uh, it's it's effective horror music, but it's like it, it, the other problem is like just the samples and the actual presentation is pretty terrible. Like the, yeah. it, it doesn't sound good, so that's not really helping to convey any confidence with the intent of the composition. That's, where that's I think definitely true. If this were done with, I think present day technology and really good engineering and production, I think it would mm-hmm. actually sound reminiscent of uh, certain cues from different horror films that uh, mm-hmm. can evoke this kind of haunting style. But yeah, it it's, Man. it's really disturbing. Hoshino is a true, a true character. Okay, let's move on. We're going to go back to the Sega Genesis. And this is a game called Todd's Adventures in Slime World. Sounds like a wonderful title. Sounds like it should be called Todd's Adventures in FM Garbled Mess. <laughs> this is a track called Easy, um, and it's composed by Dave Oriva and Alex Rudis. Here we go. <laughs> This is not how you solo. <laughs> this is someone's impression of, I guess, jazz. I don't even know what they're going for with this. It's so bad. This is easy from Todd's Adventures in Slime World. The best part of it is the just playing the chromatic scale in, in hopes that it's gonna trick someone into thinking you know what you're doing. <laughs> Hopefully, line up with. <laughs> the, the chords, yes. which it does not, it continually no. gets even further away. From oh, and the then also, it's like one of those weird things where you're not used to the Genesis being this off rhythmically. It's like, how do they get it to be this arrhythmic? It's impressive. I mean, there's no way that was intentional. I mean, this is a piece that has a backbeat. It has a walking bass line. This should be perfect. I mean, this should be lined up. You know, there's no reason why this should be so off. Yeah, the worst thing about this is because it's setting up that yeah, ba 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 da ba, and then ba 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 is what you're expecting, but it goes ba da ba da 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 da. Like it's just like what? Just endless. Yeah, this is like you know there was another track that didn't make the the final cut, but it was like a madhouse or like a funhouse track. And you kind of imagine these like killer clowns. So that's that's what this is making me picture too. It's just horrendous. Yeah, this is real garbage. It's kind of like a barely functional groove with <laughs> just bizarre someone improvising their first draft of like a what what do you think the melody could kind of be like and then they just rolled with it it's the kind of thing where you imagine like two people jamming and they stop themselves after 30 seconds and they're like this is really bad isn't it like yeah let's never touch instruments again 
but then they're like, let's put this in a video game. Yeah, it's like the groove is already teetering on the edge. It's like barely functioning, and I guess it's kind of working. And then it's almost like, yeah, this person's soloing for the first time, but like on a Genesis and they can't hear the output. And so they're just literally just hoping for the best and just yeah. pressing I mean, I random this, buttons. This, ravel, this rivals my pal Foot Foot in terms of like yeah. melodic instincts. It's true. Okay, this next one is, oh my God, I don't know what happened with this. How is this real? This is a, a truly special piece of bad vgm this is from a game a pc game called casey duck butter duck why (laughs) just just there's so many questions um okay it's unknown which is great (laughs) and and basically what this track is it's 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 that um what is that what is that i'm now i'm spacing what is that kind of childhood folk song um is that william tell oh that's yeah william tell um, okay so it's basically that um with duck centric lyrics this is one of the weirdest oh, and worst lyrics. things i've ever heard oh, great here we go just keeps going it's this this has to be what hell is like uh just this except it doesn't loop it's a song that is infinitely long with more verses (laughs) with the same (laughs) melody oh my god and then the harmonies it's what a stroke of genius Truly. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a really obnoxious advertising campaign around Christmas time that they try to do to get you to buy like Reese's or progressive auto insurance or something. Yeah. You know, that like intentionally annoying, let's get a bunch of opera singers to just sing nonsense over a familiar tune. But what a genius, like what genius put pencil to paper and wrote the words Casey Duck, Casey Duck, Casey Duck, 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 Butter <laughs> Duck, like Butter I... Duck. Later, it's Butter Duck. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, and then the xylophone solos in between. This is clearly intentionally awful. I, like yeah. what I would give to be at the recording session yeah. where this was happening where and it sounds like different women singing. Yeah, there's like, at least it sounds two. like this was done live because they're yeah. they're they're sort of off a little bit and they're clearly like good singers, like they have a good instrument, but I mean it's amazing. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like let's spend all our money on getting two actually like semi-professional 
you know, classical vocalists. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we forgot to write a song. Right. Okay. Well, uh, here's a picture of the game box. It says Casey Duck Butter Duck on it. And uh, we have this like karaoke version of the William Tell Overture. <laughs> yes. Do you want to just like make up a song Improvise together something? Yeah. and record it? And it's a, an amazing document. I mean, this is just. It's a moment in history wow. that we're all going to revere for the rest of our lives. Um, I think it's an unknown composer because it has no composer. It's yes. this it's this duet between Rossini and these amazing singers. Thank you to this uh, unknown entity. And also you're welcome, everyone, uh, you know, for, for introducing you. Your life is going to be more enriched now having heard that. Um, okay, this is just so classic and fun. It kind of reminds me of the vibe that we heard in that Wolverine track. Going back to the SNES, a game called Radical Rex composed by Marshall Parker. This is another one you can file under Things That Don't Age Well. This is title screen. Enjoy. I'm so glad that this era came to an end when almost every crappy Super Nintendo title theme like had to incorporate some sort of rap or or just some sort of like 90s catchphrase radical excellent i mean it's like ideally you want your piece of music to make people feel those things like awesome excellent but when in doubt i guess just say them over the track so is this what dave coulier did after full house went off the air just (laughs) yeah made stuff like that because it sounds like something uncle joey would make like it does he did video game it's excellent patronizingly legendary just saying these random 90s exclamations. Well, it sounds like. And then, then with it sounds the most like boring, bland, overly cutesy. Da, 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 yeah. da, da. It's so positive. That bluesy it's like, sound. Yeah. Which has it, it nothing to do like with rap. Someone at all. in someone in their like late 50s that like wants to make something for children, but has a vague, cursory knowledge of like, you know, 90s pop culture and, and then slang. When, when the rapper comes in, uh, it sounds like, because they were like repeating the same sample, it sounds like he's saying, he's my rat, he's my rat, he's my real cool radical Rex. It's not a rat. I mean, this character looks like more like a dinosaur from what I saw. So I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, yeah, that one's I think hilarious. he means he's my rad, he's my rad, he's my radical Rex. Or That's whatever. true. He is my rad. And this is my rad. This is... <laughs> This is a hilarious rad piece of music. music. Next week it's rad music six. It yeah, it could be. Uh, okay, this one is another one that I have to give you guys a warning. This might be the worst sounding piece we've ever played on the entire podcast. This might be the worst sounding thing I've ever heard, to be honest. Um, so yes, just keep that in mind. You should listen to the radiator in my apartment. <laughs> I, again, do not suggest anybody listening to this, so you can press the 30-second, or you can try 
to succumb to this. Um, see if you can come out alive. This is Unknown Composer. This is a game that is not bad. I think there's other releases that has pretty good music. This is Lotus, The Ultimate Challenge. Um, but this particular version, I think, is early PC speaker. And this track is called Metal Machine. <laughs> Perfect title. Oh, boy. Here we go. God, it took me like 10 seconds to realize that that was actually music. I, it's not like an engine sound effect. This is actually the music track. And it was really hard to tell that for a long time. Oh my God, this is bad. Happy Monday, everybody. You're in for a long <laughs> week, I think it's safe to say. Good Lord. Oh, what did we accomplish today? I, I don't know. I feel physically ill. <laughs> an achy. My body hurts. Well, let's go back because we do have to pick a track of the week. So, Will, what was the track that made you maybe laugh the hardest or that you enjoyed the most? That's really hard. The Wolverine one really got me. I remember that Apple II intro was just kind of so perfect, that third courier. Yeah. Uh, so many of these are just really amazingly... Casey Duck, Butter Duck feels like bigger than this podcast like that needs to be a known meme like i almost feel like it should be that just for how bizarre it is but it's also not bad in the way that we normally like to sell like it isn't someone's failed attempt it like may be intentionally bad so it kind of like seems unfair to make that the choice do you want to go with third courier I'd be fine with going with Third Courier. Here, let me listen again. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Never again. Well, you guys heard it. This week's track of the week is intro from Third Courier. Um, Yes, we're going to play you guys out with a really fun track to send you on your way. It's from Pit Fighter for the SNES. Uh, This is the main theme by John Paul. And his middle and, name is George and Ringo. Of course. And and what's so hilarious about this, it's a terrible track. It's just this dumb bass line that's really chaotic. But the, what's cool is, what's, it's not cool, it's hilarious, <laughs> is the punch sound effect. I imagine the same punch sound effect that they use in the game when you're fighting. They use that for the bass drum. So imagine, doom, 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 doom. every time the bass drum hits, it's a punch sound effect. Very subtle, tasteful stuff here. Uh, so that yeah, that's what we're going to send you on your way with. Will, I, I'm scared to ask, but did you did you have a good time today? I, this was really fun. I, I'm glad we don't do this every week because I fear I would grow immune to it. And then yeah, I would just for start sure. to like accept things and, and go a little crazy. Because some of this stuff is like the sound of mental instability. Uh, yeah. So, just a yeah, hellscape. It's a, it's a nice change of pace, but it's... I always laugh so hard on these. Like, Well, uh, the reason why this is so fun is because the contrast that we have on this show, like we usually try to pick the best of the best of whatever topic we're looking for. And this isn't just mediocre music. This is music that 
really has to be special in how bad it is. I think the one that made me laugh the hardest was actually the Enchanted Arms Resistance Hideout. And that's not even close to being the worst track. Right. It's actually probably the best track. But that's why I laughed so hard is because it's like some of them are so random that it's just like it makes you want to pull your ears off. But like that one isn't even close to that. It's like a normal song. It's like the song Saxman by the lonely island where the whole right. thing like jack black is like revving up for the sax solo and the guy that gets never nervous. comes yeah it's like it feels so comic to me how the song like never starts it just keeps being that vamp in that awful shrill harmonica or yeah, whatever I think, that sound i think is. resistance hideout is my favorite of the day just because it's just so unique and it just really surprised me i was like oh this is bad oh boy is it ever bad Right. All right, guys. We will be back next week with really, really good video game music. So fear not. Uh, We hope you guys had fun with this one. It's been about a year on the dot since we've last done an installment. And uh, we hope this satiates you guys for a while. And again, resist the urge, folks, to send us emails about this. (laughs) Um (laughs) We really don't need them. Yeah, I kind of don't think that's going to (laughs) happen this week, frankly. All right. I think that's about it. Will, anything else you got at the end? Uh, stay sane, everybody. Um, yeah. Let, this was this was so much fun, though. Big thanks to all of our uh, patrons and anyone who keeps asking for more bad music. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. All of our listeners, we love you guys. We'll talk with you next week. Enjoy Pit Fighter. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>